baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, the Jamie Foxx, back in the fold. It is Tuesday, the 13th day of March 2018. Appreciate you spending a little part of your morning with us. Who's the best team in the state at any level? And everybody likes to talk about that, right? Right. It's like the days before the football uh, playoff. We could all speculate on the bowl winners and who was actually the best team. But even back in the day when it was just – you know, whoever was the number one team and went to the Orange Bowl or the Sugar Bowl, or they won, they stayed number one. And much to everybody's, like, dismay, like, going, really? Come on, man. We know this team's better than the other ones. Or if you're Central Florida, just schedule your way into an undefeated season and have the legislature pass something, and you too can be a national champion. Still hating on Central Florida, are we? Uh, reality, baby. Reality. But anyway, I've come up with a way in high school basketball. And, again, everybody, what I love is the loyalty that people have toward their schools. Uh, blind loyalty in a lot of cases, but nonetheless, that's what the, the passion is what makes this stuff so great. Football, basketball, baseball, whatever it is, and everybody, you have a blind spot when it comes to your team. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I was in Dallas for a very long time. Some of my dearest friends of the world over there, the Cowboys have been like to one playoff game in the past two decades, but even in the midst of that just awful run, there are people sitting around right now going, you know, when the Cowboys make it to the Super Bowl next year undefeated, uh, we're going to have these stuff. You know, they've got it all planned out. So there's no loyalty, like blind loyalty. Uh, often it may be delusional to some cases. But <laughs> but nonetheless, so there was a Facebook post. And a couple of, we had some conversations down in Lake Charles about the best team. And, you know, certainly Ravel. Uh, and I got the opportunity to call that game. Absolutely. I don't know if anybody had a better championship game performance than what Rabel did. Fantastic. Because when I got down there, people, the South Louisiana people I knew were like, yeah, we saw them play against Red River. They're not all that. Like, you know, I didn't see that game. Uh, and sometimes you just don't play as well as what you do. And let's give Red River some credit. They're probably pretty good or they wouldn't be there. Uh, the championship game, Rabel came out, and that thing was over about four minutes into the game. Uh, absolute blinding display of athleticism, of mm-hmm. skill. They're well coached. Those kids like each other. Uh, it's a celebration to just some, and I think uh, I had another friend of mine put it, just hometown dudes. There's nobody moving in. There's no super team. They like each other. They're really good. They have some good players. They have some college players. They play for each other and with each other, and it was a just a death blow to anybody running up against them. So, the, the question came up, are they the best team in the state? And normally, guys, as a general rule, your best teams are going to be the 4 and 5A teams. Mm-hmm. Just because they have bigger schools, there's more to choose from, the competition level is high. Not always, but as a general rule. I mean, look, Hoosiers was a long time ago. You know, Indiana used to play the, uh, the state championship where classifications didn't matter. That's right. Dude, we throw them all out there. Whether you got 5,000 in your school or you got six. That's six people, not 6,000. We throw them all out there. And so some people kind of go back and forth a little bit on social media about who's better than who and this, that, and the other. I'm like, you know, 
Uh, what do you think? You think they're the best team in the state? Like, you know, I don't know. I think they're certainly in the conversation. Mm-hmm. I, and I saw a lot of people. Um, so the, then the other, they're the best team in America. Yeah, you might want to pump the brakes on that one. I mean, you start getting in some of these places where, you know, you have seven, eight high, mid to high Division One players at 6'9", six, 6'10". Six, it's a different game. And a lot of these t- the IMG academies of the world. Right. Where, you know, where they have 12 guys that are Division One players. And, and no disrespect to anybody, but very few people are going to handle that. So, Oak Hill, all these yeah, prep so, schools. So I'm thinking, yeah. you know what? What would be a great idea here? And I've got a money maker, and LHSA is all about money, as the NCAA and everybody else is. So am I, for that matter. Why don't I have a bracket? I come up with the following week, like this weekend coming up, mm-hmm. starting on Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, championship game on Sunday. I take the 12 state champions in every classification. Your your tickets automatically punched. We're going to have this in Alexandria at the Rapids Coliseum. Central part of the state. Central part of the state. I don't know if you've been in Rapids since they've uh, redone it. Absolutely beautiful. Great. I mean, those guys did a great job. Fantastic. Uh, the girls' state championship was there. And uh, just phenomenal arena now. I, I'm telling you, it's better than a lot of arenas uh, colleges play in. Really? I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um so you do it there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You take the 12, and then I'm taking four at-large teams, the next best four teams. And since this is my bracket, I'm picking the next four at-large teams. Mm-hmm. So you ready for my bracket? Let's Six, hear it. 16 teams, and I just sort of threw it out there. I didn't seed these teams. I don't think you can seed them. I think it's a blind draw. And so this is pretty much what I came up with. Um, the very top of the bracket, and then there's two 18 brackets, obviously, mm-hmm. top and the bottom. Top of the bracket is uh, Lafayette Christian, and they have the kid that's going to Georgetown on that team. Uh, Lafayette Christian Is does. it Georgetown or St. John's? I can't – anyway, up there. Uh, yep. Yeah. yeah. And they're going to take on Washita. Washita okay. was one of my four at-large teams. Okay. And could you take a little criticism on that? Maybe, but I saw the other people down there. I'm going to go ahead and give the nod to the Lions this year. So Lafayette Christian and Washita, first-round game. I like it. Our, uh, our local heroes – Simsboro, who I was very impressed with, by the way, I call that game, uh, taking on Landry Walker. Landry Walker, another at-large team. They got beat in the state championship by uh, by Walker High School out of Baton Rouge in a close game. Mm-hmm. But Landry Walker, 5A power there every year out of New Orleans. So I got the Lafayette Christian Washita winner taking on the Simsboro Landry Walker winner. And that will punch your ticket into the Final Four. <clears throat> Second round, or excuse me, next next bracket, I got Madison Prep, who may be the best team in the state. I mean, they absolutely have an argument there. At, not Madison in our neck of the woods, but in Baton Rouge. Baton Madison Rouge, Prep, and right. they, this is their third state championship in three divisions. Uh, it, unbelievable talent down there. Well, well, unbelievable talent, but they're also a super team, if you will. And Mark and I talked about this a little bit yesterday. Everybody wants to assault and, and get on these teams that are sort of put together. They got kids from all, oh, you know, they got kids from five parishes. Well, let me let me throw it another way to you, and, and I get that, and I think you have a point, but also a lot of kids go to these schools that are not athletes because the parents want them out of the demilitarized zone that they happen to be zoned for. It has nothing to do with athletics. Exactly. Um, and, and some of it does have to do with athletics. So, you know, just because you have somebody from three parishes over or out of your zone doesn't necessarily mean it's a 100% athletic move. A lot of times it's just a better educational system. Uh, and in some cases, not. Anyway, I just thought. I'd throw and that, that would out be there. different than how John Curtis, perhaps. Or, same yeah, thing. Exactly. Look, Let's, I've been to John Curtis. If, if I lived in New Orleans, 
and I had the means to send my kid to John, John Curtis, Curtis, I'd send my kid to John Curtis. Yeah. You know, if he was in the band, they, they do really well with the band. They have a great choir. They have a good English department. They, they're good at everything that they do. Anyway, I thought this would be an interesting uh, first-round uh, match. Uh, Madison Prep and Riverside. Ooh. Who, who who got upset? Yeah, who got upset in the, the semifinals? Yeah, and so I thought Riverside got my other. I like that. Uh, got my other at large bid, mm-hmm. and they will take on the winner of Jehovah Jireh, who won the Division Five out of New Orleans, and Walker High School, who won the Five A. I All did right? not know Jehovah Jireh existed, but now Jehovah I've Jireh heard, exists. One of the charter schools. Yeah. yeah, they're Division Five, so yeah. they're in there. The Claiborne Christian. Yeah. Uh, division, if you will. And you'd have them matched against? Uh, Walker High School, the 5A state champions. Okay. Who are really good, by the way. I'm sure they are. Um, And and who obviously are in the discussion. I want everybody in this that won. If you won a championship, you're in. You're in. Uh, Going to the second part of it. So you're going to have – that's the first part of it. So the the heavy hitters there would be, uh, I would tell you, uh, Landry Walker, Madison Prep, Riverside, Walker, Washita, Lafayette Christian, Jehovah Jireh, Simsboro. And so that, that's who comes out of the top one. Uh, the, the bottom bracket, okay, not, not as sexy for this part of the country, but uh, Dunham High School and St. Thomas More. St. Thomas More out of Lafayette. They played U-High, Jamie. And U-High had their best player suspended for the state championship game. They played on Thursday. The kid apparently goes to school on Friday and uh, does not agree with a teacher. Let's just put it, that's what I heard, said some very unkind things to the teacher. And uh, as a result, Uhai said, you know what? You're yeah. not going to play for us in the state championship game. Good for Uhai. And uh, this kid was like a 20-something point a game score. And St. Thomas Moore, uh, coached by Danny Broussard, who's been there forever, is Ricky Broussard's brother. That is a coaching family. And St. Thomas Moore. That's a pretty good factory, too, yeah. for athletics. Oh, absolutely. St. Well Thomas Moore absolutely takes them out. So, Dunham and St. Thomas Moore in that first-round game. Uh, the second game is really interesting. Karen Crow, who won the 4A state championship, uh, taking on Scotlandville. Oh, with Javante Smart. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I was impressed with Karen Crow. Is any team down there. Really? They're, they're well-coached. Those kids, he has good size. Uh, they won a, a just a war against Woodlong out of Shreveport. Willana Streetport had a three out of the corner to win it that rimmed halfway down and came out at the buzzer. Mm. Uh, speaking of such, Woodlaw and Streetport got my last uh, of the four at-large bids. I gave that to Woodlaw and Streetport. They'll be taking on White Castle. White Castle out of uh, just out of Baton Rouge uh, won the state championship mm. uh, over Delhi, and this is back-to-back state championships for White Castle. And one of my former players and uh, former assistant coaches, Troy Green the head coach at White Castle, mm-hmm. Class A. Uh, the last one, in the bottom of that bracket, you were waiting on it. Here it is, Ravel and Summerfield. Ah, a little neighbor, neighbor, almost neighborhood rivalry So there. North Louisiana. North Louisiana rivalry, I like that. Uh, but, but, you know, that whole bracket has North Louisiana from Woodlawn Streetport, Ravel, Summerfield, White Castle. So you're looking at, uh, if Ravel wins that one, uh, they would take on the winner of Woodlawn and White Castle. And so, yeah, I think you play it on Thursday, you cut it to eight. On Friday, you cut it to four. On Saturday, it's the final four. And then the state champion, uh, uh, the composite state champion, Sunday afternoon. You're playing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You're playing four days in a row. So, Eddie Bonine of the LHSAA, if you're listening, or anybody affiliated, or even not, maybe if you're uh, Todd Geis or whatever listening, here's your opportunity. Uh, great, uh, great idea, great moneymaker. 
it's being done in football. You've heard about the All-Star Game uh, fledgling a little bit, but uh, in Ruston, uh, we've had Battle of the Borders preseason between Texas and Louisiana teams, which has been pretty, pretty, uh, I think, pretty spectacular as far as uh, both teams from Texas and Louisiana loving it, um, played in Shreveport. So here's an opportunity uh, to, to, again, highlight high school basketball uh, and would, would bring a lot of, uh, I think, attention back to the sport where it belongs. I love the idea of holding in Alexandria. And from what you understand, the venue is fantastic. No, I've been there. The venue's outstanding. Venue's outstanding. A good way to highlight, uh, I'm sure, the Alexandria Chamber of Commerce, Alexandria Pineville Chamber of Commerce would be thrilled with this opportunity. I like it, Terry. And you I play think one more week. You yeah, pl- let's pitch it. Let's see what we can you do with it. play one more week. The sponsorship yeah. on it would be unlimited. Yeah. Uh, and, and, look, we put it to rest. Here is everybody wants to say who's the best. Let's. We used to have a composite state championship years ago in different places. Mm-hmm. I think Arkansas may still do one. But uh, private, public, you put them. You know what? You're never going to put that split back together. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just not going to happen. But in a postseason, postseason tournament, why not? You got five, I got five. Let's see who wins. Well, the thing I like about it, too, Terry, it's, it's one more opportunity for these kids to be exposed, uh, maybe for a potential scholarship, not saying that everything's going to, you know, fall that way. But, again, it's it's all about exposure. It's great, for I think, for the state. It's great for uh, high school basketball. Yep. You know, this is Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, more genius ideas when we return. Uh, again, this segment brought to you by our friends, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specializes in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need. Bobby is the man for you. Give him a call today, 318-324-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Back in a minute. What I tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital, specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7 North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. On a big truck's journey, the driver faces long hours, unrealistic deadlines, and fatigue. Driver fatigue could lead to devastating accidents, leaving people seriously injured or killed. A big truck wreck requires serious legal help. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in a wreck with a big truck, I know what to do for you. Don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. If an insurance company is there to sell you insurance, shouldn't it also be there to service it? After all, what good is your insurance if you can't even talk to a real person about your policy, let alone receive prompt claim service? Don't worry. At Farm Bureau Insurance, we're here to help with experienced agents, so you never have to worry about who's going to be on the other end of the phone. 
you know it's going to be your personal Farm Bureau insurance agent with fast, fair claim service where you need it and when you need it most. Call today for your free no-obligation review for auto, home, and life insurance that's custom-tailored just for you. In Jackson Parish, call Eddie Simpson at 259-4082. Louisiana Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company, Louisiana Farm Bureau Mutual Insurance Company, Southern Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company, Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Jackson, Mississippi. It's tax time. If you're hearing this and are in need for a car, truck, or SUV, you need to come to Car Pros North in West Monroe, Louisiana. We have over 500 to choose from, and 75 of those are under $5,000. Excellent financing. We offer extended warranties. We will be open late all the way until April every night. Come get your money's worth at 601 Cypress Street, West Monroe, Louisiana, and visit us on Facebook at carprosnorth.com. Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Uh, looking on the uh, text line and my personal line, my uh, my composite state champion idea. How'd that go over? It's catching, some, uh, it's catching fire a little bit. Good. I think some people like that. And look, you can't seed these teams, folks. You draw them out of a hat. You draw it out of a hat. Now, did I do just a little bit on my bracket? Yeah. But you draw it out of a hat, how it falls is how it falls. Because if we go back to seeding them, uh, at that point, we don't even need to have the tournament because we can just pick who wins, who we think's the best. This way, the way it rolls is the way it rolls. Well, and let's just stay local here then. And, and the first uh, state championship for Simsboro, and John can correct me, I think in 43, 45 years. But uh, it's fantastic. I mean, we're we're all everybody's excited. I'm I'm happy for those folks over there. And win, lose, or draw, the next just one more time for these kids to play, you know, in an let's call it an all star event, so to speak. One more time to play against that kind of competition. Oh, I'm digging it. I man. think I think Simsboro would eat it up, uh, and I think everybody would because I think it, it exposes the summer fields of the world to the Landry Walkers. Across all demographics and everything, it, it brings everybody together in the center of the state. It uh, a great venue to play in, and also uh, one more chance for those kids to uh, participate in, an, in in almost like an all star weekend. Absolutely. Thursday, starting as you said on a Thursday, treat it like a tournament. Half the teams and, go home on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. So, but but again, one more time, and uh, make it up. You know, uh, make it a big event, and uh, we do it in football. Uh, ad nauseum almost to the point where, you know, I think this would be fantastic for high school basketball as a way of, uh, you know, uh, exhibiting the talent that's here. Because a lot of it, there there's not as much from a volume standpoint as there obviously are in other states because we're talking about a population of only about 4 million people, uh, and that's maybe pushing it. But we take a lot of pride in our athletics here, uh, particularly in football. Well, we've got – this would be a good way, I think – to enhance uh, the potential for high school basketball and college basketball. Oh, you never. Which, by the way, there's a little interesting game taking place here pretty soon between uh, two schools <laughs> about 50 miles apart. But we'll get into that maybe a little bit later. FS goes, "Hey, great idea, coach." But being us, it's Louisiana. It will never happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we kind of yeah, have that attitude. Yeah, we, we sort of we, yeah. Hey, speaking of attitude, uh, but I we'll wanna, throw our trash. Yeah, out. I want to sort of set this one up. So. 
a lot of disappointment. <clears throat> I went off on this yesterday. Mm-hmm. If you are a mid-major Division One basketball conference, why, in the name of asparagus and all things vegetable, would you have a conference tournament? Why? What? what you, your best team is likely not going to win it. And you want to put your best team into the NCAA tournament with a chance to win? Not only because you're rooting for the old conference, but it means dollars in your pocketbook for all schools because there's a revenue-sharing plan for the conferences. Right. So when the SEC gets eight teams into the dance, they help all of them win a lot of games because it's more money for the rest of the SEC teams, so forth and so on. I've given you this definition before. If you are in a basketball conference where you have to win your conference tournament to get to the big dance. You are low major by definition. Sorry if that offends you. Okay, there's no better example, and I used it yesterday, of Louisiana Tech a couple of years ago when Mike was there, those two seasons in a the row. They're pushing 30-game winners, and they say, well, you haven't played a good enough schedule. Okay, great. They go on the road and beat Oklahoma. They lost to Syracuse, who was good at the time by Deuce in Syracuse, and they still don't even get a, a sniff. It's not even like it was close. And they're like, well, we can put Louisiana Tech here, but now we're going to go with a 14th place team out of the Pac-12. It's not even it was close. So by definition, and this is 75% of the teams in America, if you have to win your conference tournament to get to the big dance, you're low major. So you go into Conference uh, USA this year, Lafayette, Sunbelt. So, I'm sorry, Sunbelt. Sun yeah. Clearly the best team yep. in that league. Based on what they did in the league, based on what they did out of the league, I don't care if you like them, I don't care if you don't like them, doesn't matter. They go to the conference tournament, and it happens when you play a team a third time and you've beaten them soundly. It, I, I've, I've been on both sides of it. I said, you know what? We've beaten tw- a team twice, and we got to play them a third time. you got nothing to lose of that you're that team. And how many times do you see that the, the team that's 0-2 win that game? Because it's just it, – here's the problem in college basketball. And, and you see upsets in conference tournaments all the time, and here's why. Because you're playing for about five and a half to six months. All right? You'll start practicing in October, mm-hmm. and you don't finish until March. And you're playing from November, December, January, February, March. That's five months you're Actually, playing. Actually, almost the 1st of April. You're yeah. playing in that. So five months of, of legitimate play all the time, right? Right, right? There are problems with those teams. In that so many teams are dysfunctional. The kids don't like each other. They're, they don't like the coach. The coach doesn't like them. Uh, they're putting them on a bus, making them drive 27. Uh, yeah, whatever it might be. You know, the uh, Chick-fil-A was closed on the day they went. You don't know what it is. The academic issues, social, I mean, you name it, right? And so there's so much dysfunction. It's hard for teams to put it together for five months straight. It's just difficult. But you know what? That second week of March when the conference tournament comes up is dysfunctional as these teams are in a lot of cases. Talented, but dysfunctional. They can put stuff together for three or four days. Dude, they're world beaters for three or four days. And all of a sudden you see this team that's been so dysfunctional, like go, well, I really actually do like you, Jamie. You're a pretty good guy. And they put it all together and they win the kind. And that's why you see losing teams get to the NCAA tournament by winning their conference tournament. So back to my point, if you're a – and you're not, you don't make any money off the conference tournament. That's that people, you know, the Southland Conference Tournament doesn't make money. Okay, it's not like you got it. They're playing in Katy, Texas. You know, it's not like you put forty thousand people in for Duke and North Carolina. 
okay? Eight people go. And they're, seven of them are, like, upset that they have to go. All right? So they're not making any money. So your best team doesn't go, case in point, with a Sun Belt. So you got Lafayette, who was clearly the best team in that league. They get bumped in the semis by UTA. Uh, full disclosure, UTA guy's a good friend of mine, as, as is Marlon at, at, uh, at Lafayette. At any rate, NIT comes in. NIT, if you're a Power Five, the, the acronym means not invited to tournament. <laughs> sure. All right? If you're everybody else, you're like, absolutely. And so they're disappointed. The kids are disappointed. And so who do you get? NIT is all about money and proximity because NIT doesn't want to pay out a lot of travel stuff. All right? Like ULM is going across the country to play. Uh, the Austin P. Yeah. But they got to go up to Clarksville, Tennessee. But still, that's a pretty long that's, drive. That's a pretty good That's a pretty, pretty good, good drive. Haul. Or you got southeastern Louisiana going all the way out uh, to the West Coast to get uh, Randy Bennett and his squad out there that uh, did not make the tournament. And so there's a lot of cost involved. NIT's like, eh, if we can play somebody next door to each other, we will. So they send the Cajuns down the street to play your LSU Tigers. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you in on in case you didn't know this one. Uh, John, go ahead and play. This is Bob Marlin, the Lafayette coach talking about uh, the opportunity he has in the NIT. It's a great opportunity. We would like to play this game at home. Uh, our athletic director reached out to uh, the commissioner this morning and also to a couple other people trying to get a read on the seating. Uh, since our RPI is much better, our record is much better, uh, you know, we feel like our gym's better. There are a lot of things that... Uh, say that we should be a higher seed than we were. We got the second-best record in the tournament out of the 32 teams. Uh, but uh, it is what it is, and we're excited just to be playing a short trip and go down the road to take on an LSU team that's going to be excited to play. A lot of times you get in the NIT and the, the SEC teams that finished tied for ninth or whatever they did uh, are not very interested in playing at this stage of the year. But they'll be interested because – it's a big step for them. They've not been very good. We've had a better RPI in the team than in, in the last couple of years in the state. So with that, I'll take questions. Folk, I love it. <laughs> understand what this is, all right? Here's the backstory. all right? This is, this, is like, this is like Donald Trump or Obama. You're pandering to your base of people, all right? You're, you're pandering to the, to the Lafayette supporters. Understand the Cajuns. And, and look, I know the mentality. I've been down there. I don't necessarily agree or disagree. Understanding may be a little bit difficult this, to I, do. No, but no. I understand the mentality. It. They hate LSU. Uh, majority of the time. No, no, no. Yeah. They hate LSU. Yeah. The Cajuns. Oh, as far as the, the, the ULL people. Yes. Yeah. They right. hate yeah. LA. If LSU had a domino team, they would hate the LSU. The Cajuns, in their mind, and the supporters are better. Their rivalry is LSU. It's not Louisiana Tech or, or Louisiana Monroe or Tulane or McNeese. It's or, LSU. It's LSU. Now, you could point out facts and go, well, you know, we beat you X number of times. It doesn't matter. They're, they hate, hate, hate LSU. The, the baseball rivalry has not uh, done anything to diminish that. So – the favorite day for a Cajun, if they win and LSU loses, that's a great day if you're a Cajun fan. Uh, and if the Cajuns lose, if LSU loses, the day is not as bad as it could have been. 
And so this is Bob Marlin saying, hey, our gym is better. Anybody want to anybody wanna disagree that the Cajun Dome is a better venue than the PMAC? Uh, well, now, the PMAC's undergone some innovations as well, right? But Cajun I know, Dome is better. I'm just telling it? you. I, and I got no dog in this fight. They had the state championship. I knew they renovated the Cajun Dome as well. Yeah, they had the uh, they had the Cajun Dome. They were running Louisiana State High School championships there for years, for, and you know it's kind of gotten away from it. I personally, for me, if I'm the LSU head basketball coach, the state championships will always be at LSU. I, that yeah. done deal. It ain't even close. We're not going anywhere else. We are the premier program, the premier flagship university of this state. We will have the state championships in this building. That being said, um, this is Marlin throwing shade. Is the is the Cajun known better? Yes. Is their RPI better? Yes. Is their record better? Yes. We can always play the game, put the Cajuns in the SEC. Ole Miss plastered them earlier in the year. I think the Cajuns were without a couple people, but doesn't matter. And so now it's all over the message boards. So in a game that nobody had a whole lot of interest in prior. They do now. They do now. Brilliant marketing move by Bob Marlin. It is, and I think um, if you look around at uh, what this might do, again, for college basketball in the state, I think it's a great thing. And uh, But we'll see. Bob Marlin, if, as if things were getting any better between LSU and uh, Louisiana Lafayette, uh, we now have your answer. Yep. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. We'll talk about this. Got a couple texts to read. When we return, you're listening to Sports Talk 97.7, The Edge, Terry Waller, Jamie Fox, Tabor on the board today. This segment brought to you by our friends at GB Cooley, reminding you to support incredibly worthwhile cause, Louisiana Special Olympics. Back in a minute. This week is full of luck at McKinney's 33rd Annual Spring Open House. Here's Richie McKinney. This week, McKinney's has special prices and financing on Hustler mowers. Prices start at just $25.99 on the Hustler Raptor. Plus, financing available at 0% for 48 months. Register all week to win a Hustler Raptor mower. Then join us this Saturday, St. Patrick's Day, for the drawing, free food, and refreshments. Don't miss the 33rd Annual Spring Open House going on all week at McKinney Honda, your outdoor superstore in Ruston. Restrictions apply. See us for details. At Vernon Dodge, the spring sales event is going on now with great prices and low financing. The all-new Pacifica is $6,500 off MSRP. Get $6,000 off MSRP on 18 Dodge Chargers. Get $7,000 off 18 Grand Caravans. Get an 18 Jeep Cherokee for only $19,900. Get $6,000 off MSRP on 18 Grand Cherokees. And we've even got $3,000 off remaining 17 Jeep Wranglers. During the spring sales event at Vernon Dodge in Ruston. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. You have got to see our huge inventory of single wise starting at $26,995. That includes delivery, setup, and central air up to 150 miles. Help us celebrate 40 years in business. That's at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City and Shreveport. I am Jessica Ledoux, member and employee for Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Becoming a member of Washita Valley is much easier today. Memberships are now open to anyone who lives, works, worships, attends school, or owns a business in any of our seven parishes that we serve. Our goal is to offer you personal banking and to make sure you're getting the best rates possible. Washita Valley currently serves Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, and Richland Parishes. We know you have a choice when it comes to your finances, and to us, you're not just a member. So if you live, work, worship, attend school, or own a business in Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, 
Morehouse, Washita, or Richland Parish, let Washita Valley provide you with excellent service and secure financial well-being. Membership eligibility required. Member NCUA. If your gas gauge doesn't work, you might run out. If your speedometer doesn't work, you might get a ticket. Don't risk either one happening to you. If the gauges in your car don't work, call or come by Dash Solutions in West Monroe. They can fix anything that's broken, and most repairs are done in less than an hour. The solution to broken gauges is Dash Solutions. I-20 at 5th Street in West Monroe. 355-8595. 355-8595. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's the edge with Terry Waldrop. Hey, welcome back in. Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx rolling here uh, on a Tuesday. Appreciate you spending a little part of your morning with us. Uh, a couple things out. Uh, Nick Brown sent this out. we got a tournament challenge. Uh, let's see. I, I, Nick, shoot me a text back. Uh, Group name is uh, Sports Talk 977. Yeah, but I don't know if it's on Yahoo or ESPN or what. So give me a little bit of more information, That's and I, I, I will okay. get that out. Uh, a couple things on the NCAA tournament. I look at some of the – and every year, part of the cool thing about this is everybody gets – to complain about who's included, who's not included, and why. By the way, the most idiotic sports change in the history of television was the new format for the NCAA tournament bracket show. You had the NBA guys doing it, who I don't even think they knew the names of of some of the schools and and coaches and players and what have you. Uh, They're really good at NBA. They were awful at doing that. Um, yeah, not. A, I, I don't think that was a good look either. Um, again, you know, the, the tournament speaks for itself now with the cachet, but at least have some ideas. I mean, the, and then the, all the bracketology shows afterwards and everything. I mean, you know, it's 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 got to be a little bit much. There'll be plenty of basketball starting Thursday. Uh, is that the play, playing game start Thursday, I believe? Uh, so. for, no, I think it starts Wednesday. I think the first four, right? Is that Long Island? I, I think it's Wednesday, and, yeah. Uh, lo, lo, well, the, the, the first four, Texas Southern, uh, LIU, Brooklyn. Yeah, that's uh, – Winner's going to take on Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have uh, – let's see. Let's look at the other one. It's going to be – Is it Radford? I don't know. This is yeah, – my bra- Oh, here we go. Uh, the other playing get the 11s is the St. Bonaventure, the Bonnies, and Oklahoma. Good God. How does Oklahoma deserve to be in the NCAA? T- are you kidding me? Trey, Trey, what is Trey Young, Trey Wayne, whatever his name is. Trey, that's the only thing I can Look, figure. they were great early, 14-2. Everybody's wanting to find the next Steph Curry. The kid's a good player. You, you lose 10 out of your last 12 games, and then NCAA says, you know what? You guys are so good, you could lose – what are they in the in the NBA? Are they in the Western Division of the NBA? And you lose ten out of twelve. You lose ten out of twelve games, including being swept by Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. And in Oklahoma State gets left out, which you can make an argument they lost thirteen games. They should be left out. Syracuse and Oklahoma literally make me want to throw up that they're included in the tournament. The I I can't figure that other than I mean and I don't think the NCAA can really justify that. They can say it all they want, but I mean. Uh, 
bases, bases, alumni bases. Syracuse, enormous. Oklahoma, enormous. There you go. That's what it is. Has to be the money involved with it. So, uh, and we know North Carolina and Duke. I mean, they can have losing records and they're going to get in there. But uh, it's it's amazing to me. Uh, I think Middle Tennessee had a strong argument. Uh, obviously, Oklahoma State had a very strong well, argument. No, Middle but, Tennessee State had the same argument Louisiana Tech had a couple years ago. Yeah, they won twenty eight games. They they clearly the class of that league. And again, if you got to win your conference tournament to get there. Then, you know, the only exception to that, Wichita State has sort of cracked the door on that one. They had to get to the Final Four and have crappy seeds until everybody said, yeah, they're pretty good. Butler the same way. Mm-hmm. And then Butler joins the Big East. Right. Butler's like, yeah, we can't do it from this league. Although we got to the final, we got to the championship game twice. Yeah, we can't do that as a general rule from this league. Uh, we're bailing to the Big East. So don't be surprised if this te- if these teams continue to try to get them to move up. To a power five Wichita or, or State power league. Wichita State yeah. left the Missouri Valley to get into the, uh, I believe, the American Athletic or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, or the American East, whatever. But anyway, uh, heck, they, I mean, this conference realignment's got my head spinning. Okay, but, let, let's, but we'll let's go over this. Let's, let's, let's look at the brackets here. Um, well, I want to start in the West. Okay. Okay, and this is uh, – hang on just a second because – our, our internet. Davidson was the one that knocked a lot of teams out. The Davidson win over who was it? Had, uh, it was a one point ball game that uh, that got Davidson in and knocked off the the one that had dominated the uh, the, the conference the entire year. Uh, that was the one that that knocked a lot of teams out. But again, there's still no there's still no rationale for okay. Your first your first four are going to be Long Long Island University playing. Uh, let's see, that's your 16 seed. Your 16 seeds there are Long Island University, Brooklyn, Radford at 16. Your one seeds are Arizona State and, excuse me, your 11 seeds are Arizona State and Syracuse. On the other side of the bracket, um, you've got Texas Southern playing North Carolina Central at 16 seeds. And then your 11 seeds are St. Bonaventure and UCLA at 11 seeds. Those are your, those are what basically affectionately referred to as your play-in teams. Uh, the winners of those face off against number one seeds. In this case, the number one seeds, again, if you've been sleeping, is Virginia, Villanova, uh, Kansas, and Xavier. So, you know, but, Xavier's a little bit iffy for me, but, hey, Xavier's glad very, to see it. Xavier's very iffy for me. Yeah. Uh, Xavier, I think, is – and, look, to win this tournament, let's, just don't kid yourself, there's, there's only maybe seven, eight teams – that legitimately, Jamie, I, I think have a chance. Everybody loves the, you know, the the upsets, the underdogs. Hey, it's great. Really and truly, though, um, th- there's only seven or eight teams, and we'll kind of go over those in a minute. I think uh, Xavier, though, by far, is a very, very soft number one seed. I, uh, I do too, and I think that if you look in that that entire bracket there, you've got Virginia. Uh, obviously, you know, you've got Kentucky in that bracket, Arizona, uh, Tennessee, which I think could make some noise, uh, as well as Nevada, uh, Bill Musselman and Johnny Jones fame playing Texas in that first. That would be a very interesting game to me. That's a Nevada 7-seed playing a 10-seed Texas. So you've got uh, 
you know, you'll probably see. I, I think I'm always interested to see if there's ever going to be a one, uh, a one getting knocked off by 16. There have been some two and 15 knockoffs, and this year, uh, just let's just go over those real quick. Cincinnati Bearcats playing Georgia State. Uh, Ron Hunter's team uh, in that one. North Carolina playing Lipscomb. I don't see Lipscomb staying on the floor with Carolina. Duke and Iona. Eh. And then Purdue and Cal State Fullerton. Those are your two versus five, 15 matchups. And, uh, of course, your, your playing games will determine. But I, I think you're right, Terry. I see Villanova. You know, to me, Villanova's a little shaky, too, even though – yeah, I think you know, they are Jay too. Wright's got a good ball club, but uh, they they've had a lot of close ball games this year, and that's what great teams do. Um, I sure don't like the draw that your buddy Buzz Williams got against Alabama. I think Alabama all of a sudden has found themselves to an extent, um, but we'll see. This is some very interesting fir- even first round games, but will we see the one sixteen knockoff this year? Finally, I doubt it. But uh, if of those four. Terry, I guess Purdue, maybe Cal State Fullerton uh, would be the ones. Um, I don't know how. You know, Iona is, is, is a consistently strong ball club, but I don't see them knocking off Duke. So uh, a lot of great 7-10 and 10 matchups. You know, we mentioned the Nevada-Texas game. We mentioned uh, Texas A&M and Providence, I think, could have a lot of uh, interesting uh, storylines. Uh, you've got a seven and ten Arkansas and Butler, but I see the Razor. I think the Razorbacks may be missing one of their best players. I'm not sure, but anyway, uh, Mike Anderson's team could could upset a team. And then uh, the one that I really am pulling for is Rhode Island of all places. And Coach Ed Cooley, I believe, is playing Oklahoma. I don't think anybody wants Oklahoma to win that except Oklahoma fans. That's another seven and ten matchup. So. Anyway, uh, there's a lot of great storylines in this bracket. We'll get into some of this tomorrow, Jake Martin and myself. But uh, as a coach, you know the things that are there things that stick out to you uh, as far as you know. Obviously, you said I think it's designed for the Dukes and North Carolinas to advance. Do you see any Cinderella in those teams I've mentioned? Yeah, uh, I think that I'm going to give you a, a dark horse that I really like. Uh, two of them, actually. Uh, okay. It's going to surprise you. You know, this is Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, a segment brought to you by our friends at Spondabell. Pamper the best special people in your life, folks. Hook them up with a Spondabell gift certificate. Tell them you heard about it on the edge in Sports Talk 97.7. Uh, a couple tournament predictions when we return. And uh, a dark horse or two you might want to follow when putting up your bracket. Uh, again, Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx will return to shut it down in a minute. But that's how it goes. Put some green in your spring. With McKinney Spring Open House this week, here's Richie McKinney. Now's the perfect time to saddle up on that bike you've been wanting. Take advantage of our spring savings on Kawasaki motorcycles, four-wheelers, side-by-sides, and jet skis. Save $1,000 on 2017 Kawasaki 900 Vulcans. Save $2,000 on a 2017 Kawasaki Terex side-by-side. Or get on the water with a 2017 jet ski. Save up to $1,500. Stop by this week for savings throughout the store. Register all 
week for a zero-turn mower to be given away this Saturday, Lucky St. Patrick's Day, along with free food, refreshments, and live music. It's our 33rd annual spring open house all week, only at McKinney Honda, your outdoor superstore in Ruston. Recommended for 16 years of age and older. We owners manual and all on-product warnings. Training course recommended. And Kawasaki jet skis always wear a USCG-approved personal flotation device, eyewear, gloves, and footwear. 2017 VN900 CMSRP 8499. 2017 KRF 800G 14999. 2017 Ultra 310X MSRP 15299. Hey, Louisiana, do you want a great deal? This year's fourth annual Jim Taylor Memorial Sales Event is benefiting MedCamps of Louisiana. Each year, MedCamps provides free summer camps to children with chronic illnesses and disabilities from all across Louisiana. It's Ford Truck Month at Jim Taylor in Ruston. We have a huge inventory and we're making the best deals of the year on all 2018 F-Series. Come shop with us this month and help support MedCamps during this tremendous event. Help support MedCamps and get a real Jim Taylor deal. Are your legs tired and weak? Are you able to walk less than you used to or want to? How about sore, achy feet at the end of the day? These symptoms could be peripheral arterial disease or PAD. When in doubt, please check it out. Call a heart, lung, and vascular clinic location near you today to schedule an appointment. 329-1900. Dr. Borders has clinics in West Monroe, Monroe, and Winsboro and offers outpatient vascular procedures for your care and convenience. Call the heart, lung, and vascular clinic today. 329-1900. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital, listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. No need for you to worry. No need for you to fret. Coldwell Banker Group One. Proving to be the best show. If you want to buy or sell, put us to the test. Coldwell Banker Group One. in West Monroe, Ruston, or Monroe, Office 361-0300, each office independently owned and operated. Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. And welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx. Unfortunately in life, bad things happen to us. If you're struggling with some sort of trauma, want some professional help, you should consider EMDR therapy, trauma therapy, from Amber White at Firm Foundations Counseling in Monroe. Amber White one of the few therapists in our area certified in EMDR therapy. It's a type of therapy which uses eye movement and other stimulation to assist clients in processing distressing memories and beliefs. Blue Cross Bandage TRICARE Insurance is accepted at Firm Foundations. If you're interested in learning more about EMDR therapy, trauma therapy, call Firm Foundations Counseling today at 318-654-7010. That's 318-654-7010. Or go online to myfirmfoundations.com for more information. Uh, a couple things on these on these seeds, Jamie, and I started looking around. 
Virginia, I think, is a very good basketball team. Look, you got to have a couple things to win. And, and I'm talking about win big in the tournament, right? And this is over the course of 30, 40 years or whatever that, that we all been watching this stuff. Uh, number one, you got to have a couple NBA players, at least one. I'm talking about to win. Not everybody falls in love with the underdog. They'll pull a huge, you know, you'll have a 14 seed that'll hit a buzzer beater and beat a, you know, a three seed. Oh man, yeah. you're so happy about it. Every once in a while, you'll get that 15 knocking off the two. We've never had a 16 one. We've had close. Was a general year, and everybody falls in love with them. They're great, and they're gone by the weekend. That that's just the reality of it. Uh, if you're not a top five seed, your probability of advancing to the Final Four is very very small. Uh, LSU, I think, was a 11 or 12 seed back in the day when they went. Uh, I think uh, VCU and then George Mason were way down, but those are, are anomalies. All right, it's it's what they are. It's a general rule. You got to be a top five seed, and to be honest with you, I think a top one or two uh, fills out about ninety percent of the brackets. So, having said that, I look at Virginia, and I'm not sure Virginia has NBA players. I think they have an elite coach in Tony Bennett. I think their style is really good. Mm-hmm. The problem I see with Virginia, and they're the number one seed overall, uh, they're going to beat uh, Maryland, Baltimore County pretty handily. All right, they're they're going to get them. Uh, then they're going to play Creighton, who is an eight seed. Or Kansas State. Uh, or Kansas State. I, I'm calling Creighton to win that one okay. over Kansas State. The problem with Creighton, Creighton also has a very good coach, and they're very similar to Virginia. You know, Virginia, if you look at the ACC, the way that those guys play out there, super athletic, pretty well coached NBA. So he has a, a, a method of dealing with that. You don't see a lot of teams like Virginia in the ACC. So – Danger time if you're if you're if you're Virginia in that round of 32 matchup. If you get past that one, um, here's what I see: uh, Kentucky's going to play Davidson, and this is the Southern Regional. Kentucky's going to beat Davidson. I know all you Steph Curry fans are upset about that. Kentucky's going to win that game. It's a 5-12. Arizona's going to beat Buffalo. Arizona's going to play Kentucky in the round of 32. I got Arizona coming out. So if Virginia gets by Creighton, which is not going to be that easy, no, they're going to catch Arizona. Arizona's one of my picks that can win this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Arizona, and that you talk about an unbelievably loaded Sweet 16 game. How about Arizona-Virginia? Uh, and, again, I'm taking Arizona in that game. That's and, my upset. I'll go ahead and tell you. And what if all this happens and Sean, all the Sean Miller rumors all of a sudden become true? Well, Don't uh, you know the NCAA is kind of cringe? But, hey, you know what? No, they're not. They're not sweating this. NCAA don't, they, hey, go to the game. Buy tickets. Yeah, it's all about money. Yeah, go go. You know, go watch it on television. So I go over to the Eastern Division, and I look at Villanova playing the winner of LIU and Radford. Uh, Villanova's going to win. And, and I like I, I like Villanova. I really do. I think they're, they've, they've got a really good team. The question is, and it's always been sort of the rap on Villanova, They've got really good guard play. If they don't shoot the ball well, they're in trouble. Yeah, they're they're definitely a perimeter-oriented team. And so I look at uh, my boy Buzz, and they drew Alabama in the first round. And they're going to beat Alabama. It's going to be a close game. They're going to beat Alabama. You think so? Yeah, Virginia Tech is better than Alabama. Uh, it's, I think it'll be a close game, and that might be my loyalty speaking. I, I think, A, Virginia Tech is much better coached. I think they have better players. Uh, I think they have a, a – now, if you – if you play Alabama on one day or two days, I think Alabama has the, the advantage there. 
But I think in, in terms of having a week to prepare, I think Virginia Tech uh, beats Alabama. And so you're going to see a Virginia Tech-Villanova second-round game. And when Buzz was at Marquette, they used to have some serious battles with Villanova. So no stranger to Jay Wright and Villanova would be uh, Virginia Tech. Bottom of that bracket, uh, you got West Virginia and Murray State. Racers are always as proverbial 5-12. You know 1-5-12 is going is to go down. Uh, I don't see it happening here. I got West Virginia over that one. And then you got Wichita State and, and the feel good story of the tournament, unless you happen to be in Conference USA, the Marshall Thundering Herd making their first appearance in 30 years to the dance. It'll be short lived because Wichita State will dispatch them. So you're going to have a West Virginia Wichita State second round. Very interesting. Uh, go to the bottom of that bracket. You got Florida at the sixth seed, and they're going to play. The Bonnies or L.A. Um, playing, they're going to win that one. And you got uh, the Battle of Texas. Texas Tech and Stephen F. Austin. Now, uh, Kyle and uh, Texas Tech guy are really good friends. And Texas Tech's going to win that one. Stephen F. Austin is not the Stephen F. Austin of last year or the year before. Uh, interesting note. It's Stephen F. Austin, Jamie, very familiar with that program. It's in Nacogdoches, Texas. Yes. Uh, it makes Thibodeau look like a, an appealing place. Nacogdoches? Pine trees and squirrels. Lots of them. Lots of both. Uh, Nacogdoches, people don't know, this is an old ancient Native American word for where in the heck are we? Uh, it is in the middle of East Texas, Fort Pine It Forest. is literally pine country. Right? Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, you're well, you're not that far out of Houston. Well, you're not that far out of Chicago either if you get on a plane. Uh, but anyway, true story. When, uh, when Danny Casper got the job there, Danny Casper is now at, uh, head coach at Texas State. Right. Stephen F. Austin was one of the few places in America where they really supported women's basketball. And this is back in the 80s and 90s and what have you. They've been really good, very successful. They made the men play the early game because the attendance was much more for the women's game. So when he first got that job, and, and Stephen F. Austin was a bad job. I mean, it was, it was bad. Uh, Danny Casper turned that thing around and for, for over a decade did really well, got him to the dance. He left to go to Texas State. And then uh, Underwood came in, and re- I think they went 59-1 and one in the Southland Conference over a couple-year period and mm-hmm. came within a whisper of knocking off uh, Notre Dame to go to the Sweet 16 last year. But nonetheless, they're going to catch Texas Tech, who Chris Beard has done a phenomenal job yeah, at Chris Tech. Chris Beard's a good coach. Yeah, they're going to uh, – and, so, and so, is, so is Kyle Keller. Kyle used to be at uh, actually Louisiana Tech back in the day oh, as an assistant. At any rate, uh, Texas Tech, and they're going to catch Florida. Here's my dark horse team. Florida. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you why. Uh, I think you have an elite coach in Mike White. I, I think he's as good as there is out there. Florida also has a couple NBA players. Florida can play a bunch of different styles. They can press you. They're great athletically. They shoot the ball well. They defend. Florida can beat you a couple different ways. You take teams like Virginia, they're not going to beat you. They're not going to out-athlete you and pressure you and, and all that. So if Virginia gets behind, they got problems. Florida gets behind, they can switch to the pressure, up-tempo, and come back. Not saying they will, but they could. So Florida is is one of my dark horse teams. I've got them in Texas Tech in the second round. Uh, going to the bottom of that bracket, uh, Arkansas and Butler. I've got Arkansas coming out over Butler. And uh, if there was ever a team that I thought was overseeded, it was Purdue. Purdue, the second seed, uh, they're playing Fullerton, Cal State Fullerton. I got Purdue winning that game, and I got Purdue and Arkansas in a second-round game. I got Arkansas winning that game. 
Over Purdue. Over Purdue. Really? Sure do. I got I got Mike Anderson and the boys taking down Purdue, and it's going to be a all-SEC Sweet 16 with Florida and Arkansas, and I got Florida advancing. Uh, we will get into the bottom half of the bracket tomorrow, Jamie, and uh, all your text, and we will get some clarification on our brackets because I'm really not sure. Do you have that yet? Let's see here. No. Um, okay, ESPN. Is the site okay, ESPN site? Yeah, um, yeah. We have a we have a basketball challenge. ESPN uh, site is the one to go to. It's uh, the group name is Sports Talk nine seven seven. The password is Red Peach, all one word, R E D P E A C H. There is a Budweiser prize package. Compliments of Marstala Beverage on the line. Anytime you mention Budweiser, I hope I've gotten your attention. There's a three hundred dollar cash award if you win this thing. So, uh, anyway, sports uh, ESPN, go to the ESPN site. Uh, the group name is Sports Talk 977. The password is Red Peach. Uh, 300 bucks cash, a Budweiser prize package. Uh, Nick Brown uh, knows all the details on that. But, anyway, go check it out. And uh, we have a little challenge, maybe a way to uh, win some money and beer. What the heck? It's March Madness. Good stuff, man. Appreciate you coming in today. Thanks for Tabor for running the board for us. I uh, appreciate our sponsors, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, Mr. Bobby Manning, Attorney 